0: What is Truth? 9 11. Written by Greg Fernandez Jr. Narrated by Ryan Barry. Tora Bora. The biggest and most important failure of CENTCOM leadership came at Tora Bora when they turned down my request for a battalion of U.S. Rangers to block bin Laden's escape. Gary Bernston, Jawbreaker. Gary Bernston, commander of all CIA forces in eastern Afghanistan was sent into the country for one purpose in December of 2001. Bernstein was ordered by Director of Counterintelligence for Black to find and kill Al-Qaeda and to bring him Osama bin Laden's head in a box. Bernstein and his jawbreaker team, aided by Afghan forces, found Osama bin Laden in Tora Bora. Bernstein found bin Laden hiding among the millions of Pashtuns who live along the mountainous Afghan-Pakistan border. Osama bin Laden was being protected by the Pushtins, who believed it's their tribal duty to protect him from outsiders. According to Jawbreaker, a large number of Afghan forces, foot soldiers were followers of local religious leader, Mullah Muhammad Yunus Khalis, who had instructed them to allow Al-Qaeda to escape the Tora Bora Mountains as Bernstein's team tried to pin bin Laden's forces against the mountains themselves. One of those soldiers was Hanji Zahir, the son of Afghanistan Vice President Haji Qadir, who was assassinated in July of 2002. The London Telegraph wrote, the death of Haji Abdul Qadir, the Afghan Vice President yesterday, was the second assassination of an Afghan minister within four months and a major blow to a government that many see as the last chance for a peaceful Afghanistan. Qadir's son, Haji Zahir, told Susan B. Glaser of the Washington Post, They left for Tora Bora with 700 soldiers, but I didn't know what for. On July 31st, 2002, Commander of the US Central Command, Tommy Franks, told the Senate Armed Service Committee, told the Senate Armed Service Committee that it was the Afghan who wanted to attack in the Tora Bora area. We had special forces troopers with those Afghans to be sure. We had linkage with the Pakistanis, who would say, although not much reported at the time, in the vicinity of 100,000 troops on the western Pakistani border along a great many points of exfiltration. Bernstein's three U.S. teams, codenamed Black, Silver, and Red, established posts on the ridges of Tora Bora and began calling in airstrikes. Constant strikes came from B-52s, B-1 bombers, and AC-130 Spectre gunships. Numerous times, Bernstein recommended the U.S. Army Rangers be dropped behind al-Qaeda positions to block their escape to Pakistan. Bernstein's recommendation fell on deaf ears. During the fall of the Taliban and the hunt for Osama bin Laden, pushed-in warlord Naruddin became one of the Afghan allies to the United States. According to page 280 of Jawbreaker, most of the Naruddin's men were from the local Kughani tribe and many of them had been on bin Laden's payroll in recent months hired to dig caves. One of these men was Haji Nazir, who told reporters he was sent into the mountains to warn Al-Qaeda forces about the US Afghan force that was coming for Bin Laden. Nazir also told Anthony Lloyd of the London Sunday Times they told one member of Al-Qaeda he had three days to leave with his men, surrender, or get ready to fight. This was a part of the Pushtin responsibility to warn the Arab, now it's fulfilled and we shall fight, were Nazir's parting words. Three days would be enough time to give Osama Bin Laden and his forces options for what to do next. Spingal was a Nerudian sub who held a grudge against the Americans but was being paid to fight on the side of the United States. He told the Christian Science Monitor he would never forgive the Americans for an airstrike on a Taliban trench, of which he was a part of. Thirty men were in the bunker and only five of them survived the bombing. Another man on the ground in Tora Bora with the Jawbreaker team was Bilal a former master sergeant in the U.S. Marine Corps. He was a big part of Bernstein's plan to wipe out al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. Bilal was a Shiite Muslim born in West Beirut, whose parents immigrated to Detroit when he was seven. While hunting for terrorists in the mountainous caves near Mawala, Afghanistan, Bilal recovered a handheld radio tuned to an al-Qaeda frequency. In Arabic, Bilal heard chatter over the radio stating, kill the Americans, as well as a request for food and water. The Al-Qaeda forces could not believe how quickly their position was located. Time was running out for Al-Qaeda and for Osama bin Laden, whose voice was heard over the radio. There is an Iran press service report that states Al-Qaeda forces would surrender to United Nations officials if foreign observers were present. Gary Bernstein constantly thought about the need for United States soldiers on the ground in Afghanistan, especially to keep Al-Qaeda from retreating into Pakistan. Bernstein wrote, I repeated to anyone who would listen. We need rangers now. The opportunity to get Bin Laden and his men is slipping away. Even though CENTCOM Commander Tommy Franks insisted the Afghan allies wanted to get into Tora Bora, Bernstein's report made it clear that the Afghan allies were not anxious to get Al Qaeda or Osama in the Tora Bora mountains. Bernstein asked some serious questions, which should have been answered a long time ago, long before the publication of this book. Why was the U.S. military looking for excuses not to act decisively? Asked Bernstein. Why would they want to leave something that was so important to an unreliable Afghan army that had been cobbled together in the last minute? Just as Bernstein was closing in on Osama bin Laden, he got the call to turn over his reins and come home. Now that we finally had bin Laden and his al-Qaeda cadres in the White Mountains, Bernstein wrote on the page of 298 of Jawbreaker, why was headquarters pulling us out? Why was Washington hesitant about committing troops to get bin Laden? It was a 24-hour climb through the White Mountains from Tora Bora to Pakistan, yet General Daly and CENTCOM continued to ignore my request for 800 U.S. ground troops, Gary Bernston. Bernston stated Bilal estimated half of the thousand al-Qaeda fires with bin Laden in the mountains had been killed during the constant U.S. air raids. With the aid of the United States Army Rangers, Bernston was certain he could have prevented the escape from the mountains the potential threat of escape into Pakistan was always on Bernstein's mind. He knew that 40 Joint Special Operation Command soldiers and a dozen Special Forces troops could not cover all the escape routes across hundreds of miles of cave and mountain passes. To escape the Torabora Bora Mountains into Pakistan, Bernstein wrote, Bin Laden split his forces into two groups, one group numbering one group numbering 135 men headed into East Pakistan, Bernstein wrote. Bin Laden escaped with over 200 Saudi and Yemeni al-Qaeda members and supporters through the cold snow of the mountainous terrain into Parchanar, Pakistan, controlled by the Pushtans, according to Bernstein's book, who were paid handsomely in money and rifles. Bin Laden was guided by members of the Pushtan Gilzai tribe, who were paid handsomely in money and rifles. Gary Bernstein told Newsweek, he was there, referring to Osama bin Laden, In his book, Jawbreaker, Gary Bernstein said that there were intelligent operatives tracking bin Laden in Tora Bora. Bin Laden was holed up in the Tora Bora mountains. Bernstein and other US commanders had definitive intelligence that bin Laden was there and could have been caught. Mr. Bernstein does not agree with former CENTCOM Commander General Tommy Franks when the general said in an op-ed for the New York Times on October 19, 2004, bin Laden was never within our grasp. Bernstein disputed the quote, telling Newsweek that General Franks was not on the ground out there, I was. Author Ron Suskind wrote that the CIA briefer Henry Crumpton cautioned President Bush that bin Laden was in the position to escape from Tora Bora. The New York Times reported that Buzzy Krongard, retired from the CIA in 2004, said the United States may be better off with bin Laden at large, acknowledging that bin Laden's capture might prove counterproductive. Krongaard was the number three in the chain of command at the CIA in 2004. The New York Times article also reported, several U.S. officials privately admitted it may be better to keep bin Laden alive, trapped between the border of Pakistan and Afghanistan, rather than making him a martyr or put him on trial. This has been What is Truth? 9-11. Written by Greg Fernandez Jr. Narrated by Ryan Barry. Copyright by Greg Fernandez, Jr. Production copyright by Greg Fernandez, Jr.